Hello there, I'm Kios Ronan Beatmaker, and on this episode of The Monday Mindset, we're going to be talking about to be alive. Henry David Thoreau. Most of us will have so little respect for life that we will reach the point of death without ever having lived at all. It is true, we have so little respect for life, so little respect for our own lives. We choose to live life as if we are pharaohs and we can bring everything with us to the next journey of our spiritual being. So we turn the art of living into the art of the ego and selfish desires, so much so that our lack of respect for life is seen in a way that we treat our planet. They have domesticated us, domesticated us to believe that a life lived is a life of programming and indentured servitude to the book of law. And by this programming, we were taught not to see the value in life, only to see what value life can give us. Look at mass deforestation, mass extinction, rising sea levels, light pollution, air pollution, homelessness, cascading effects through ecosystems. The very viruses we use to abuse and extort our planet, we use upon ourselves. That is how they domesticate our consciousness, to devalue the life of our planet. We are manipulated into believing the life of the planet's essence serves us. Such a selfish and painful way to view and live our lives. We take that very same belief and use it against our own fellow humans and oneself. They are either on the way or unwilling to accept their potential. Most of them kill time as if they had forever and never seemed to seek other more viable solutions to be a miserable situation. Dr. Leo is absolutely correct. I feel this statement supports what I brought up earlier in my discussion, because we are unwilling to see the potential in the world and our souls due to the programming that society has dictated for us and which the book of law allows us to do. So we take refuge in our limitations, and seek the easy way out. For facing challenges means facing ourselves, and that requires a deep dive, as I like to say. That requires seeing the potential in oneself. And many of us are too programmed to see the potential within ourselves. Because programming creates the code. Codes of excuses that we consciously tell ourselves that we see in the way society behaves and reacts to us, in the way we see our friends and family behave and react to us, the way we see ourselves in the mirrors and behave and react to the reflection within ourselves. Facing challenges is the only way to find viable solutions to the miserable situations we encounter throughout our lives. Facing challenges is key in the art of living. Many of us do not have the potential nor the willingness to seek out and master the art of living. We have been domesticated to believe that misery loves company. So we become attached and become addicted to misery. For self-loathing and victimizing requires no effort or accountability. It thrives off of reaching out and accepting those who have accepted their potential and seek out the art of living. And as I said before, misery loves company and those individuals cannot stand the thought of being miserable alone. We are not prisoners of the past. We can start where we are. We are enough. There are no others to blame. Each of us is the other. You know, Dr. Leo really hit it with this one. Really hits in the chest for me. It's hard because Vin Diesel, he's feeling it too. 
Yes, sir. <laughs> it's hard because this is something I've been struggling with. The very essence of this quote has been a question I've been asking myself, you know, going on through the lessons and experiences I've had over the last year. You know, the book of law is the prison, the domestication of our consciousness. Their prison is to control and withhold one's true self, one's freedom of expression. Because we feel that in order to have freedom of expression, we need validation from lovers, friends, family, society itself. Yet at the same time, we blame, chastise, and even castrate them consciously from our inability to control freedom of expression. A never-ending cycle of self-sabotage and resistance perpetuated concocted and programmed to place chains on our self-awareness and self-actualization. They have little concern with their lifestyle or personal actualization. How fitting of a statement by Dr. Leo. This isn't the court or the society, you know, social media, you know, to display a false lifestyle a false sense of one self, a true self, one's actualization. Another truly admirable technique they use to domesticate us with social media and entertainment. You know, as I said beforehand, you know, they they use that to make us sympathize and relate to and view victim blaming and playing the victim as a way of life, a lifestyle. And it, it is, like I said, it is truly admirable how they've done that to us. But, you know, Dr. Leo is correct. We, we have no concern with our lifestyle. You know, what does he mean by that? It's the individual that reflects towards the world and inward. As I stated before, social media is a brilliant way to change us. That forces us to deny our potential and reflect our true potential within a false image that we have created that we wish to be our freedom of expression. The Instagram models the YouTube influencers, the TikTok influencers, you name it. But it's not who we truly are. It's who we wish the world to see and validate, to accept us within the tribe mentality that social media and the world media and politics have programmed it to be part of who you are, that there was no such thing as an individual that there's no such thing as personal actualization. There is only the tribe. Red states, blue states, black, white. <laughs> what happened to being a human? Isn't that the true lifestyle we should be aspiring for? You see, the reason why I say that mastery over the art of living is mastery over oneself it's because the art of living is a lifestyle, a true lifestyle, a human lifestyle. And within that lifestyle, you find the path, the knowledge, the experiences, the joy, the pain, the heartache, the struggle, the challenges, and the accomplishments, etc. All of this culminates to your choice of actualization your personal legend, your dream, or illusion, as Dr. Leo puts it. This is what he means when he states, we have little concern for our lifestyle and personal actualization. Each and every one of you out there must look to yourself, for that is the only true lifestyle you should be concerned about. 
not with social media or politics or entertainment or the education system, friends, family, lovers, co-workers. They are not the lifestyle. They are not the answer to your personal actualization. Bro, Vin Diesel is still feeling it. <laughs> they are but a lesson lived throughout your life. Lessons you take upon your journey, discovering your lifestyle or personal actualization. The essential reality that they are alive now, that they have a life to live now, and that whatever they are now is not all there is. But the basis for what they have will what the basis for what they will have to work with, with in creating themselves tomorrow, and that they can at any time we were born and we can reorchestrate their lives to live in peace, joy, and love. Let me repeat that, because I know I chopped that one up a little bit. The essential reality that they are alive now and that they have a life to live now and that whatever they are now is not all there is, but the basis for what they will have to work with in creating themselves tomorrow and that they can at any time be reborn and reorchestrate their lives to live in peace, joy, and love. Dr. Leo, sorry, I'm just vibing right now. Need to slow it down a bit. <laughs> you know, many of us deny this reality. We deny this reality because this reality comes with accountability, responsibility, the classic song by the dramatics, what you see is what you get. And that applies directly to oneself. When you deny oneself, you deny the essential reality. You deny being alive because you're too consumed with being forgotten. So you settle for less and you settle for domestication, convincing yourself via the programming but as the saying goes, what you see is what you get, for you are the gardener and the gardener. And if you do not appreciate the way your garden is blooming, you have the choice to rearrange the flowers. To rearrange the flowers of your life so that you may bloom in peace, joy, and love. What is Essential reality. Essential reality is here, now, the moment, the truth. Many of us refuse to accept the essential reality because it's scary. The truth is scary. And we as humans... That's one thing, the moment we developed thought. It's the one thing we can't grasp, but it's the one thing we yearn for at the same time. But we fear it. We fear truth because in truth is accountability. In truth is acknowledgement of one. And... We live in a time now where it's so much easier to blame everyone else for our mistakes, our follies, for the fact that we can't live the life that we want to live, that we are bound up in the conspiracies and the false idols and the tribalism and all of this, it, bless you, Pablo. And all of this, it, and bless you again, Pablo. Okay, and you, bro, I know, the essential reality is pretty tough to handle. I get it. I don't need you dying on me. <laughs> you know, it's, it's tough bearing the responsibility of being human. 
And we don't, we don't give people enough credit for that. You know, I, I always say this, you know, you know, talking when I was talking to coworkers and, and friends, I'd be like, you know, they don't pay us enough to be human. <laughs> and um, I think if we all got a check every two weeks just for being a human, <laughs> I think, you know, there wouldn't be less, you know, I think we'd all get along a little bit better, just a little bit. But, you know, essential reality is... It's, you know, we can pretend in our, you know, our false realities. We can acknowledge that, you know, I mean, it's, it's just fascinating to me, I guess you could say that um, social media has really, has been a, a, a perfect placebo effect for people, you know, avoiding or masking the essential reality. Um, how many of us, you know, on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is, Facebook, you know, especially Twitter and Instagram, you know, we follow people or our friends and we, we do such an incredible job of painting a picture of who we want people to th think that we are. This, you know, that what we perceive to be the essential reality. Because we see the other reality that people live. They're, they're and I put this in quotation marks, their essential reality. But it, it's funny how many famous musicians and artists have, you know, unfortunately have taken their own lives. And... What do you equate that to? They couldn't handle their essential reality. But we see what we saw in social media and entertainment and news and the interviews and the TV shows and the music videos and the interviews. What we saw is what we perceived as their essential reality. But that oftentimes is not the case. And that is the same with people on social media. You know, you look at trolls and and people who harass people on social media. I mean, I can assure you that is what they perceive as their essential reality. But if you were to go home to their place and visit them, they're probably miserable. They're probably living their hell because they don't want to face the accountability that comes with the essential reality. Yeah, we, we, we love making excuses for why we can't do this. Or yeah, we're gonna, well, we, we're not gonna, we're, we'll start working out on Monday. Today's Saturday, you know, we'll start Monday. You know, we always give ourselves, oh, well, we'll start this then, you know, we'll, we'll do that then. But we, cause we, we we are so consumed with formulating a an essential reality that is already in the future we we love living a false a false reality within a false future and then you see that on 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 social media you see people perpetuating that trying so hard i will never forget reading an article online about a girl from the states who literally went into debt trying to mimic and live like the instagram influencers who are traveling the world and you know hanging out and you know clocking in at these exotic hotels and whatnot and she went into debt trying to emulate that and you know that right there is an is a perfect example of someone who is refusing their the the essential reality and are trying to cultivate a false essential reality within the the hopes of and I remember this she was hoping that if she got enough followers and enough influence that they will be able to pay off her, she'll be able to pay off her debts. But that never happened. 
And, and then what happens there? What, what, who, what accountability are you going to hold yourself for? Or are you going to blame it on everyone else? And, you know, how many of us have tried so hard to look like those people, to emulate them, to emulate our idols? And then you find out from, you know, biographies or interviews or whatnot that that wasn't their essential reality. Their essential reality was a living hell that they may have perpetuated themselves and, and self-sabotaged themselves to create this endless living hell because maybe they thrived off of that. How many successful artists from the of our past generation, you know, thrived off of the living hell? I mean, too many to count. And it's unfortunate. And then people feel that they must emulate that and copy that and live that lifestyle. And it's not healthy. And it, you know, most often than not, the outcome is, it's sad. And it's unfortunate that we, that our society, our politics, our culture has profited off of creating false essential realities for people. And you see that every day in our, 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 our TV shows, our, our movies. And, you know, it's unfortunate. You know, they, they use that to, you know, it's almost like a, a, a beautiful psychops. If you want to, you know, toss on your tinfoil hats, um, you know, you know, there's a cool show on Netflix I've been meaning to watch called Spycraft, which I think touches on a little bit of that. But, you know, I just feel that we we need to stop distinguishing ourselves from the essential reality and the illusion that we create and the false essential reality. Because, you know, we have to look at it as, a, you know, look more towards, you know, envision it as a goal, not as the reality of the situation, because most often than not, it's, it isn't, you know, I'm, you know, I'm still working on my weight and I can envision my goal weight and envision what I want to physically look like, but I'm not going to pretend that I'm already there. That's a false essential reality. And that's not healthy because then you start slacking. Then you're not holding yourself accountable. Oh man, look, I gotta, I can see a couple abs. Ah, well, I can, I can eat some cookies today. I can not work out. You're, and so, you know, the, I use, I'm using myself as that, as an example is that because we all fall prey to that. We all fall prey to what resistance and I've talked about this many times, and I've talked about the book War of Art, and I'll say it again, get the damn book. But, you know, resistance thrives off of us generating and living in that false essential reality because it essentially drains us of our ambition, our motivation, our accountability, and resistance loves that. It thrives off of that. It needs that, you know, or you can look at it as your demon. It's the same thing. Your demon thrives off of your inaction, your false essential reality. And um, you don't want to be like that. And it's going to take time to overcome such you know, such, such a mindset. And it's unfortunate that we, you know, like I said earlier, that tribe mentality, you know, the bullying, the, you know, bullying people to think like you, to feel like you, to believe in, in the same things that you believe in, to want to, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate. You see that on social media, you know, you see, you know, 
<clears throat> excuse me, you see people who are in <clears throat> who are individuals who have an individual thought who stand out as their true self and they get braided and harassed to fall in line into a tribe mentality, to fall in line with the tribe, what they prescribe, what they believe the world to be. And it's unfortunate that we that we live like that, that we bully people now into feeling the to you know to support you know rights and it's i don't know it's we are we're living in a time where we we are promoting and demanding laws and people to think and behave in a false essential reality in a com communal essential reality that's built on false ideology that has that's more selfish and arrogant driven than it is for a peaceful purpose and you see people giving into that you see people be you know falling into that cult mentality i mean you you saw it when we nearly lost our democracy on january 6 and and that's what's what's scary about the world that we live in right now is that we're living in a time where people people are so ingrained within the social media world within that um I'm I'm just like I'm losing my thought on it because it's it's just wild to me they are lost within the social media's you know essential reality to the point where they are manifesting conspiracies and these, you know, ideologic cult, you know, thought processes into reality. And it's costing lives. It's it's in infect, you know, it's a, uh, affecting, you know, government policies and the way, you know, our state and federal governments communicate and communicate with their communities. You know, it's it's unfortunate and it's scary. Um and uh I apologize about that. We need to we need to kind of come together and and acknowledge that yes, we need to work as a community, but we also need to be individuals that coexist within the true essential reality. And you know, I don't know how or who and what group or individuals who can you know bring us together and 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 unify us under that type of thought process and mindset you know i don't know if it'll ever happen it would be nice you know maybe in 180 days when they re reveal everything about aliens maybe then you know follow me on social media ronin art and music on instagram ronin art underscore music and uh, you'll see some funny stuff in my stories. And you'll get some really cool thoughts. But, you know, we need to... We need to be mindful and aware of how dangerous it is to create false essential realities. Because, you know, as humanist Buckminster Fuller believes, life to be an awareness... I love that name. <laughs> you know, why, you know, what do I always say? Mindfulness is key in the art of living. To be mindful, you must be aware. This requires living in the essential reality. And living in the essential reality requires self-actualization. But we live in a climate where individuality and self-actualization are shunned ostracized or deemed outcasts and misfits. For we live a life of creative visualization whose foundations are self-actualization and essential reality that are cultivated through a life lived as a lesson learned. That is the true nature of awareness. To be self-aware is to be alive. Unfortunately, unfortunately, many of us 
would rather live life as an NPC, a non-playable character, rather than master the art of living. They fear or are unwilling to become masters of the essential reality. I feel that many of us look at awareness as a burden and look at the art of living as an impossible, unattainable lifestyle. It's easier to pretend rather than manifest the essential reality into our self-actualization. Mind grows from experience, proceeds through the senses, and from these experiences, our personal worlds are created. As long as we remain consciously aware, we are engaged in the process of assimilating our environment and forming our lives. I couldn't agree more with Dr. Leo. That is how you maintain your balance to navigate, simulate growth, and evolve within the essential reality. When you become disconnected from your own self-awareness, you become disconnected from the world. You lose sight of the path ahead. For the art of living becomes nothing more than a blur. And you cannot distinguish the past, present, and future. Your personal word, your personal world becomes a living hell, as the Toltecs speak. How many of us are experiencing the living hell? How many of us have loved ones, co-workers, friends who are experiencing their own living hell that feel its ripple effects from the outside world? The effects of our government's choices or lack of there. They have tremendous and great impact on our personal worlds. All of this makes it damn near impossible to assimilate our environments and form our lives. We are living in times that test the very nature of our being, not as a collective, not as a community or a government or a country, but as an individual. For this isolation has forced many of us to face the essential reality, to face the truth, the true self, against the false self. And this is amplified even more so for those of us who are experiencing the living hell by our health, social, and financial crisis we are facing in America and throughout the world. And it's scary to think that we are now living in a time, living in a world, as I said earlier, that this isolation, you know, is a, it's a self-reflecting battle to face the true self and the false self. And how many of us each and every day promote and enable our false self? Whether it's on social media, whether it's in relationships, whether it's with work. Because the false self is a lot easier to embrace. It's a lot easier to, to navigate because you can just put yourself into the NPC and just be about the day. Take the hits and blows and not hold yourself accountable for those who have given them to you and those you have thrown out on. Because why? This, you know, this isolation, this quarantine, this pandemic, it is the true testament and will to see if each and any, each and every one of us can truly overcome the false self. Because how else? How else are you supposed to succeed? How else are you supposed to evolve and grow? The false self is resistance. It is not the true self. Only way we can embrace ourselves and start anew, only we can decide that we desire to live in full humanity. This is such a beautiful statement by Dr. Leo because it resonates so well with what I said in the episode titled, Always Do Your Best. 
The only person I'm trying to impress is myself. For I am the only person who can truly embrace myself and make the necessary changes and actions to start anew. A gardener always embraces his garden because he knows he can always regrow and recreate his garden. A programmer always embraces the code because they know they can always rewrite and alter the code. By mastering the craft, they are mastering the ability to live fully human, to live with self-actualization. As we embrace ourselves, revitalizing our self-actualization. For embracing the true self is embracing humanity. Embracing the art of living is embracing the conscious and spiritual growth that far exceeds the physical plane, desires, and ambitions. As Don Miguel said, to be free, you must learn that you are not free. And to be fully human is to be fully aware. That's a little little uh, extra seasoning there from your boy, Kiyosaronin. <laughs> to be fully human is to be fully aware. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, each and every one of you, you should take some time with that question. To be fully human is to be fully aware. And I feel that to be fully human is to be fully aware. It means that you, you feel, you feel the world. And I'm not trying to get into some like woo-woo kind of nonsense or anything like that. But I, I really mean like we have to acknowledge the fact that the planet that we inhabit, the only one that we got, we are a part of it. We are a living organism upon a planet that is in many ways, you want to argue it or not, it's a living organism in and of itself. You can, you can dispute that all day if you want to. That's fine. But that's the reality of this, the world that we live in. That's the essential reality. And we have to value not only our humanity, but that comes with the planet. And the moment we start and the moment we continue to devalue humanity, human life, we devalue the planet. Look around you. You see it. You don't, we don't, we, we don't have to pretend with the genocide and, and deforestation, like I've said earlier, all of that. Like I said earlier, that is a reflection the way we treat the planet is a reflection of how we treat ourselves, how we treat humanity, how we refuse to be fully human, to be fully aware. We, we prefer the, the constructs, the programming, the book of law, because for many of us, that's all we know. That's all the, they have taught us. Like I said before, you know, Conscious individuality, oneself, self-actualization, that is a threat. That is a threat to the hive mind, to the tribalism. Because self-actualization, individuality, that's being fully human. And you can get into all the, you know, the conspiracies that they're, you know, putting us into a technocratic world. And maybe they are. Maybe they don't want us to be fully awake and conscious. Bless you, Pablo. And if that's the case, then you know what? <laughs> that is a challenge I'm up to take. Now, we, all, we should all be willing to, to, to fight for that, to fight for our conscious individuality, to fight for our freedom of expression. Like I said earlier, people seem to, to not understand that if they succeeded on January 6th and, you know, killed most of you know, House and Congress and Nancy Pelosi and all of that. And, you know, Trump was able to instill a martial law. You would be living in authoritarian rule. Would you, do you really think that if that were the case, that a man of my skin color or people of, of gender fluidity and identity 
or liberals and 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 libertarians and democrats you really think you'd be able to have your freedom of expression if they won if they succeeded people like to downplay like it was nothing but they were willing to destroy our ability to be fully human and to be fully aware we, you see that with friends and family, with toxic relationships, toxic friends, toxic family. You know, they see the potential in you. They see the truth in you. And, and maybe you're beginning to see it in yourself. And they will do whatever they can to prevent you from being fully human, to prevent you from being fully aware of your true potential. The knowledge that we make our own life it's not new. Still, most of us will resist for we were to accept it, we might be forced to change. <laughs> Damn, Dr. Leo. <laughs> you, know, you know, the life that you live is not the first to be lived, nor will it be the last. That's why the hero's journey is everlasting and ever-evolving. To truly accept the hero's journey, one must be willing to embrace change. To embrace change is to embrace the unknown. For the unknown, most often than not, is within us. The aspects of self we wish to deny. The aspects of self we refuse to face. To face change, you must be willing to accept the change that needs to be made. That is how we make our own life. That is how we live through change. Snowflakes are never the same. Neither should you choose to live your life. Where's the beauty? Where's the excitement? To be alive is to be surprised. That is the thrill of changing. That is the thrill of the unknown. We don't know what we will be on the other side. But we know when we come out, we'll be harder, better, faster, stronger. The question, why did you not become you? The fully active, realized person that only you had the potential of becoming. How many of us are facing this very question? Every day when you wake up, how many of us make excuses for not becoming fully active? Excuse me. Oh, need to quench my thirst. Fully active. I love that. You know, fully active is fully activating your self-actualization. You know, like I said earlier, becoming the person you're meant to be. But, you know, like I said, we're, we're afraid of that. You know, society has conditioned us to be afraid of being you. Why? Why, why does society, religion, culture, why, do they, why are they so afraid of self-actualization? Why are they afraid of freedom of expression? Why? Who knows? Maybe because I, I don't know why. I wish I had an answer. <laughs> I wish I had some deep philosophical intellectual answer for you, but I ain't got nothing for you because I don't think they even know. <laughs> they have been, it's been so programmed in them, so ingrained that they don't even know their purpose anymore either. They're just following the script. They're just NPCs of arrogance, negative energy, corruption, toxicity. That's all they are. And that's all they want us to be within that tribe mentality of, of toxic arrogance. Because that way they can dumb us down, manipulate us, program us to do what they want us to do behave the way they want us to behave through policies and, and laws and entertainment and religion. And it's sad. 
it's sad. How many people are afraid to be themselves because they have been programmed to be afraid of themselves? And it's 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 so sad. It just it 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 hurts. It's it really does because I feel for those people. They don't deserve to live a life like that. Can you imagine imagine being, you know, gay or a lesbian in Iran? Imagine living that life. Imagine being there and not being able to become fully active in who you truly are because you could be killed for it. <laughs> how, how many of us are we we complain about the some of the most you know nonsensical necessities in America and think that the world is falling apart because of that but in some countries every day they wake up to the world falling apart they wake up every day knowing that they will never be able to reach their potential knowing that they will never be able to be fully active and that is horrible it is saddening to know that we live in a system that thrives and profits off of that whether it's in the middle east or in asia or in South America, or in Chicago, or in Virginia, it doesn't matter. The, they, it, it doesn't matter. Because they thrive and they profit off of domesticating our consciousness. After all, our present reality is no more than what was once our illusions. I attest to Dr. Leo's statement. Manifestation is a powerful tool in one's self-actualization. Mastery over one's manifestation is one of the key tenets in the mastery, in the, in the one of the key tenets in the art of living. For mastery over manifestation allows us control over the illusion and allows us to take the living hell and turn it into the living dream. The essential reality of our illusions stem from the conscious life. The body is nothing, nothing more than a conduit that allows us to generate and perceive the illusions within the essential reality via self-actualization. To live a life filled with peace, love, joy, enlightenment. We can all attain this. We all deserve this. This is what the ancient gods and esoteric scriptures speak and envision. A world full of warriors of light, individuals who have sought out and found enlightenment through the mastery of the art of living. This knowledge has been lost, forgotten, either on purpose or by faith or cataclysms. <laughs> but it's all up to us to choose, to seek out this knowledge, to seek out the true self, to become better than we were yesterday, to live life as a lesson learned, to be present, to be here and now. Being present determines the actions of the future and the mistakes of the past. This is the beauty of the illusion. Where do we start? Start at the present moment. We abandon the past and embrace the now. As Dr. Leo says, we start in the present moment because the present moment is the only way we will move forward. The present moment is the only way we will grow. As the great Rafiki says, it doesn't matter. It's in the past. <laughs> If we spend our days living in the past, we forget how to live in the present. If we spend our days living in the future, we lose sight of the present. And life begins to live as a fleeting moment of arrogance, insecurity, and self-doubt. Never fully embracing 
humanity within themselves, within ourselves, never fully attaining our self-actualization. You become lost to the pages of history. You become rumors of the present and afterthoughts of the future. Many of us live our lives such, yet many of us will overcome such resistance. We will become masters of the universe due to our mastery over the art of living, warriors of light that battle the darkness with our personal legends and self-actualization. We are towers and giants. We are gods. We are homo luminous. We start with the most valuable possession and the only possession which can lead us to our own personal full humanity. We take the wise advice of the rabbi. We start with ourselves. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Monday Mindset. To learn more about myself and how you can support The Monday Mindset, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. That's Ronin Art and Music. If you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, leave a comment and review. Slap that notification bell. On iTunes, please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast and leave a review as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love.